Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday, the 24th day of November 2021, the day before Turkey Day. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We are together before spending the holiday apart, and hopefully it will be a good one for you and your family as well as we get ready for some Turkey Day shenanigans, and hopefully you are going to enjoy the day off with your family and maybe get into some a little trouble yourselves. Any Thanksgiving traditions outside of getting together and eating and watching football? Uh, no. Nothing? No. Nothing you? you guys do? Is there, is there any other kind of tradition? Well, or? not now, but growing up, you know, we did have the turkey bowl that we played in every single year uh, when I was a kid, all the way up until I, I left Wisconsin. Still a tradition that goes on uh, in my family, which is that everybody gets together before the meal in a park and uh, plays a football game. Touch, two-hand touch football game uh, was something that was done every single Thanksgiving morning. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was like covered on the news because it was it was a tradition long before I came on this world. And so uh, it was like when I remember when I was like I think like 13 or 12 or something like that. It celebrated like its 55th anniversary, and there's a bunch of news coverage and all sorts of stuff. I remember that yeah. very vividly. But yep, nope, it still goes on to this day. Uh, the uh, the old turkey bowl. It's nothing that's super original. There's plenty of turkey bowls or turkey trots or whatever your family may do across the country. So whatever it is, turkey trots, isn't that after Thanksgiving? <laughs> if you're not doing it right, yep, uh, usually I uh, get the old uh, Thanksgiving trots. But no, you know, going for a run before the meal with the family or whatever. Uh, that was another thing that uh, a friend of mine uh, had done for years. I mean, I'm not a runner, so what uh, a bunch of losers. Seems like real torture to me, but I enjoyed <laughs> playing in the Let's football game. Let's go out game. for a jog first. <laughs> well, Big J, you understand that people do that, right? Yeah, who? They, they I jog. don't know anybody. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know uh, you don't have jogging buddies, but people do run for exercise and things like that. And so uh, there's plenty of families that do that together. Uh, but yeah, I, I do miss the football game sometimes, although I wonder if I, like, I were back home, if it was something I would partake in now, and probably the way my body no, is No, you would not. It going, would not go well. Me. But it, it's also not, like, I, it's very important for me to describe this. Like, I mean, it, you know, it, again, it was, it, there were 10, 11-year-olds playing in this game, too. It's strictly fun. It's not an uber-competitive game of football. You're not out there trying to lay somebody out. Uh, you're out there to get a little bit of exercise. It's not Wayne Crasher style? Correct. Okay. You're out there to kind of chuck the ball around a little bit and have a little bit of fun while you're at it. Nobody's, Although somebody did get hurt one year. Another another year, now that I'm remembering it, somebody did go through a, uh, a fence uh, trying to get a touchdown, and it was not pretty. Well, that guy was the hero. Uh, it was actually a young lady. And she was the hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, after she got the stitches, she sure certainly was. But hopefully you have yourself a fantastic Thanksgiving. We will have a tradition of our very own, at least as far as Wednesdays are concerned. Big J will give us a review for the streaming dumbass movie that he watched yesterday, The Ballad of Lefty Brown. Lefty Brown. Uh, yep. So that is what he will be watching. It's what he watched, and he will give us a review of that. We have your concert tickets to Guar. Uh, we got some bad news yesterday. Baroness had to cancel their show at the Olympic venue. Uh, some members of their touring uh, kind of family came down with COVID, unfortunately, so they cancel the string of shows and the first of which unfortunately was the one last night so hopefully uh you didn't waste the trip out there we got that news pretty much right after the show ended yesterday unfortunately but hopefully everybody in baroness is okay guar still on for saturday as far as we know so we'll have tickets to that over the course of the show today uh last chance this week to get in on the x rock double dare uh, as far as we are concerned that's going to happen at 7 30 and some additional fun will happen over the course of the show today but we'll get started with some offspring 
Spring. Come out and play. Kicking things off here on the morning after on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Good news if you are fishing it up this particular winter. The Idaho Department of Fishing Game set to release another wave of steelhead into the Boise River coming up uh, today. The hatchery fish, about 150 to 200 of them, were trapped recently at Hell's Canyon Dam on the Snake River, and they'll be released into the Boise River right below the Broadway Avenue Bridge behind Boise State. Anyone who wants to try to reel in one or more of them needs to have a valid fishing license, of course, and a steelhead permit, so they're not messing around. You can grab those at Idaho Fish and Game Offices and other Idaho vendors, and anybody who catches the steelhead without the permit is required by law to put them back into the water. Uh, don't forget, you also have a limit of how many you can catch, even if you do have a license. Two fish for two fish per day, and six uh, or for the actual week, and 20 for the fall season. Of course, uh, barbless hooks not required in the Boise River as well, so you can do what you need to do there. But uh, steelhead fishing is a fairly big activity around these parts, and a lot of people take part in them. And now you'll have more opportunity to catch them in the Boise River. Be which careful, is nice. man! They're tough. They are. They are a tough fish. I mean, they're big. There's usually uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a bigger one out there in the Boise River. That's for sure. So good luck, have fun, and you have more chance to catch one coming up here uh, over the course of the next couple of days and weeks. Don't forget also tomorrow, not tomorrow, but Friday is Black Friday and a very special game for the Broncos. Their last regular season game is going to happen on Friday morning. Yes. Oh, man. The Broncos take on the number 22nd ranked in the country, San Diego State Aztecs. They're 10-1, 6-1 in the Mountain West. And that kickoff is at 10 o'clock on uh, Friday morning. Carson, California, it's also a nationally televised game. It'll be on CBS nationwide. Oh, fun. That's when you can check out the game. You can watch it and see if the Broncos can knock off yet another ranked team. No, I predict uh, they're going to lose. All right. We'll see. If Vic J is once again wrong, that's what he wants to be. Don't forget. Uh, He wants to be correct. He's saying that might. Well, it hasn't so far. You're right. You're right. So we'll see what ends up happening. It's pretty dumb anyways. (laughs) It's not that I think about it. It's the last. Last game of the regular season, of course, bowl game to be announced. And, hell, maybe, maybe, just maybe, I mean, they need a little help, but uh, you never know about the Broncos heading into the Mount West Championship game either. Uh, we do have a Thanksgiving NFL schedule as well. Uh, listen, there, th- th- it's not a great one. I'm not going to lie to you. There's not a lot of uh, marquee matchups happening tomorrow. Uh, the early game may be the worst of the bunch, uh, and that is Andy Dalton and the Chicago Bears taking on Tim Boyle and the Detroit Lions. That game kicks off at 10.30 tomorrow morning. The midday game is the Raiders of Cowboys. That's probably, at least from a matchup standpoint, the best of the bunch. Uh, at least you have two st- solid question mark quarterbacks heading into the game. And then uh, Bills Saints is the nightcap on NBC at around 6.20 or so. So that's your Thanksgiving Day schedule. Speaking of football, Michael Strahan will be the latest celebrity heading into space across the Blue Origin's third human flight. That's scheduled for December 9th. The Good Morning America co-host said on Tuesday that uh, Amazon approached him and said, hey, do you want to be on this flight? And he's like, I guess, whatever. And so uh, apparently that's going to happen in December. And it's going to have exclusive footage, of course. Of Michael Strahan going up in flight on Good Morning America. So you can actually watch some interior stuff this time around if you're interested in that kind of space flight. Strahan, the latest celebrity, heading into orbit, if you will. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
is Nirvana in bloom here on 100.3 The X Rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, some people just don't get it. Well, yeah, uh, there there are some terrible people out there, and, and they're sports fans in general. And uh, I tell you what, man, uh, it makes me sometimes question whether or not I should be a fan at all. And and so I'm sure that you're probably not the biggest fan of the Chicago Bears, Nick. Uh, I know you're not, and uh, Nag- Matt Nagy, you know, he, there was chance in this last game of uh, fire Matt Nagy. Right. right. They're, they're, for, they've been everywhere. Yeah, and, and, and for good reason. But here is where it goes way too far, and I can't even imagine. I feel so bad uh, for Matt Nagy's son, Braden. He plays high school football at Lake Forest, and during their uh, – they got blown out in, in their high school football game on Saturday. There were chants of fire Nagy at the high school football game. Yeah, people that, are gross. That his son is playing in. I mean, I can – I, I, sure, Matt Nagy might be a terrible coach. He's probably and probably should be fired. But what does that have to do with the kid? And and I mean, him having to hear that. I mean, that that's doing some major damage, right? I mean, how do you handle that as a high school kid? I I, I don't know. I don't know. And and you know, it, it's it's. I'm certain not the first time something like this has happened. Uh, it is, however, the first time probably something like this has taken advantage and gone viral on the internet which, of course, is just going to make it even more of a thing as we move forward, which makes me not happy about it. But, you know, I'm somebody that had been vocal of a coach of mine that I don't want on my team anymore, but I would never chase down one of his daughters and say that your dad's a terrible human being and shouldn't be a part of my football team anymore. I feel like there's a certain line that needs to be drawn, but I I feel like as a society in general, those lines have faded away. There, there is now nothing out of bounds, and the more out of bounds you get, the more likely you are to get attention for being so, and we reward the behavior by making it go viral and, and getting giving it attention, and so that's just going to encourage it, and so it's it's a it's a vicious circle that we're in, and you're absolutely right. It does make me like I I saw that and I'm like I thought it was funny that it happened at the Bulls game when they were getting blown out. Sure. That's funny sure. to me, uh, but when yes, it's happening at a high school football game. I mean, listen, even if it was at a general high school football game where one of the teams is getting blown out and the team started chanting fire, that to me, funny. But when the team, when the kid on the team is the son of the coach, that makes it personal, I feel like. And it seems like it's like, what did this kid ever do to you uh, to make that happen? I mean, again, there's a, there's a crossing the line from being from making it funny or, or having a little bit of fun to making it personal. And I feel like it did that. Yeah, I want a reasonable explanation from somebody who was at that game and doing the enchanting along that, you know, if you didn't know his kid was in the game, even still a high school football game, I mean, that's not what the point of that is. And it's kind of disgusting. And I mean, you know, we're, somebody had to step up and say, knock this off. Well, listen, if you're looking for a reasonable explanation, you're not going to find one. I mean, there is no reasonable explanation. There's no explanation why they chanted a Bulls game. They're doing it just to do it. You're not going to find one that is certainly not one that will satisfy you as to why it's happening. Uh, but it does seem to be a bit excessive. But also, listen, uh, sports and sports fans have been overly vocal and done a lot of stupid things uh, for for reasons that can't even be explained. It's the same reason why you can't go to a single professional football event without seeing some sort of, uh, you know, fist fight in the stands. 
Like, I mean, I, I, I've never understood that either. It's like to the point well, where it's I'm like, very disappointed. I didn't see any fist fights at Gillette Stadium on week three of the NFL. No, you, you want to know why? Because you were in the expensive seats. That's exactly why you didn't see any. Fist yeah, but fights. you can freely walk around all the not so expensive seats. Yeah, but you weren't, were you? <laughs> you know, no, but I mean, I, you, you were you, up. You were I, up in the. I guarantee there were, you, there were no fights. I saw no fights. I, I, I know, I know you didn't. I'm telling you though. However, I, I, because you know, the other part of it is it's not a huge rivalry. But I bet you, were, did you sit around any Saints fans? Did you see any Saints fans? No, no, we kicked those people out. Let's we'll see there. <laughs> Wait a second. Let's see there. You go. There you go. Uh, that's exactly why there were no fights. But I, I guarantee you, the the further up you go in that stadium, the more likely there was somebody pushing somebody else around. And it's like, man, I mean, I like my football team. I don't like it enough to go to jail for them. And I certainly aren't going to throw down because of them. I've got better things to do with my time than that. So sports is one of those deals that, that uh, I guess, for some reason, fires off some weird sensors in our brain that turns us into idiots. And this is a great example of it once again. So, uh, yes, please don't. You know, as much as you may not like Matt Nagy and as much as you may not want him to be part of your team, let's let's leave his kids out of it, shall we? Yeah, well, at this point, uh, you know, hey, Bears, you know, uh, upper office, why don't you put this guy out of his misery? Well, listen, I, I'm not sure that's going to be the solution to the problem. I, I, I believe it's more of a uh, of a of a community uh, problem than it is a Matt Nagy problem. Whether he's terrible or not is one uh, argument that you can have. But whether or not his kids need to be involved in it is another thing altogether. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your sports update. We got ourselves a movie review courtesy of Big J. That's happening next on the X Rock. Rob- that is Tool. That is 46 and 2 here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J had the choice of three movies. He took a step back and actually selected a movie starring Bill Pullman called The Ballad of Lefty Brown. And it was available to watch on Netflix. He did so yesterday. And now we ask Big J, how was it, sir? Yeah, you know, uh, it's got Bill Pullman, like you said, uh, Jim Calviso is up in here, uh, Peter Fonda, and, uh, you know, the thing about this movie is it's set in uh, Montana, western Montana, Nick, so not that far from here. That's where you grew up. No, it is not where I grew up. I grew up in eastern Montana, but well, thanks you, for knowing Montana. the difference. Yes. Uh, and, you know, uh, the one thing I love about western movies is is the scenery, to be honest with you. Uh, the scenic, beautiful shots. I mean, they were uh, those things that Howard Hawks and, and a lot of those movies that John Wayne did were, were just completely amazing and beautiful. It's one of the reasons why I, hate, I loved The Hateful Eight so much. Just, you know, the that kind of thing is so, is so great. And one of the reasons I hate some Westerns is because they try to fake it. Right. Uh, there, there's just a bunch of uh, stuff was shot in some, you know, uh, studio somewhere and it just doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same. Well, they shot this in Montana. You can tell because the scenery is beautiful, uh, especially in Western Montana. It's just gorgeous. So that was an A plus. The story is kind of like, you know, I mean, it's hard to get to. Um, I guess too original when it comes to westerns nowadays. Everything's kind of been done and, and before. So what you have here is uh, Bill Pullman playing uh, Lefty Brown, and they call him Lefty Brown because he got shot in the leg a long time ago, so he has a limp. And uh, he uh, is friends with uh, his his uh, buddy Ed, who is played by Peter Fonda, and he's he's going to be a senator uh, for uh, the state of Montana. And so he's about to leave for Washington D.C., but uh, he gets shot, Nick. And so uh, what happens then is uh, trying 
trying to figure out who did that and uh and you know it's just kind of like um i don't know i i guess you could call it a, a, a conspiracy type of situation and uh lefty brown is out there trying to figure out who did it and chasing down and they got lawmen and those sort of things so you know it's a pretty typical western movie nothing too extraordinary about it but for the most part everybody put in a good performance and um that, that's the way it was is it uh, uh, set back in the day, or is it a modern-day Western? No, it's set in the late 1800s. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, late 1800s, so uh, still cattle driving and all of those things. Ranching is super important, and uh, the railways, and that's uh, that's kind of what you have uh, this whole thing uh, coming down is uh, uh, the governor wants to make a deal to uh, get uh, get more money for himself, ultimately. And he needed to get rid of the senator in order to do it? Yeah, who happened to be his friend. Right. So uh, that's the story that you have and how it unfolds. And uh, yeah, there's some action and some stuff here and there. But I mean, that's, you know, it wasn't like you were watching, um, uh, you know, The Hateful Eight or, or some other, you know, uh, maybe the, the Wild Bunch or anything like that as far as action. Some of it's pretty dang boring. But like I said, I'm going to give, I'm going to prove it just because they did this. They shot it on location. It looks great. You can tell the difference when a movie's done that way. And uh, it wasn't the worst thing I'd seen. So it is officially Big J approved? Approved. A uh, nice, solid Western that gets your tip of the cap, as it were? Yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard to make a good Western these days, if you ask me. Have you seen The Harder They Fall? I, I haven't seen it yet. I think it's, so, I thought it was great. That was a straight-up great movie. Uh, so maybe you should give that a chance over the I was long hoping. Weekend. I was actually hoping that that would make its way. When I picked this movie, I was hoping that that's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to throw you a wrench in your plans. And uh, that'll probably come down the road in, like, eight months when you haven't watched it yet and forgotten all about it. But uh, either way, Big J says it's worth the time. Is it? What, what year did it come out? I don't remember. About, uh, 2017, okay, I so think. So it's not like a brand new movie. but One it's, of the reasons they were able to shoot it on location like that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm sure that. And plus, it's. I think it's like a fairly independent film, right? Yeah. Yeah. So either way, if you are a, uh, a Western fan, Big J says the legend, or excuse me, the ballad of Lefty Brown is worth your time. It is Big J approved. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. You are cooking the turkey this holiday season, Big J. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing it or the wife is. But either way, I'm excited. What happened? thought it was all decided. Uh, I thought so too, but... Uh, I'm sure you'd be happy to step aside considering how little you care about the turkey, but when do you think you'll find out? I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, either way, I, I hope uh, whether you cook the turkey or not, you don't want to give anybody food poisoning. Agree or disagree? Oh, that. yeah. That's... Ooh. And so the CDC has reminded a lot of people who uh, do actually cook on Thanksgiving, especially those that maybe don't do it so often, that there's a particular way you got to go about preparing poultry. That, you know, that's where a lot of the foodborne illnesses come from, Big J. You don't, I don't have to tell you. Chicken is a big... Uh, purveyor of food poisoning turkey can be as well so a reminder especially if you're not used to cooking turkey do not wash or rinse your turkey before you cook it that is because poultry juices can contaminate other food utensils countertops and it will spread to the kitchen you don't want that to happen also make sure you wash your hands with warm water and soap for 30 seconds before and after handling poultry handling poultry and use a separate cutting board for any and all poultry that you do and then wash the dishes that any of the raw turkey touches. Don't use it as like a serving plate if you put the turkey on there before you put it in the oven. 
What is this, amateur hour? Well, listen, yeah, I, I would think so, yes. I mean, you know, I think a, a lot holidays like this, it's where a lot of people do some cooking with stuff that they don't handle on a regular basis. And, uh, and so if you're not used to handling turkey or you're not used to cooking turkey or you're not used to cooking a big, gigantic poultry, listen, it's also large and awkward. And so that means you're putting it on a lot of stuff and maybe you don't realize that you could be getting a lot of people sick if you do it. Uh, make sure you don't thaw your turkey by leaving it out on the counter. You gotta make sure you throw it in the, uh, the well, listen, if it's, it should already be in the fridge. If it's not, you're in trouble if it was frozen. I'll put it that way. And make sure that you use a heat a meat thermometer to make sure that the turkey turkey is cooked all the way through. Because if you eat a turkey that isn't, that's how you're going to get sick, bro. A damn meat thermometer. Yeah. Make sure your cookie is cooked all the way through. And you don't want to get in that danger zone. So uh, good luck with the Thanksgiving feasts and make sure... You're doing things the right way and the safe way because, listen, man, uh, every, I think, well, not everybody, but I'm sure a lot of people at some point in their lives has had food poisoning. And it's it's an awful thing. And uh, especially, you know, poultry food poisoning. Salmonella is bad news. I don't have to tell you that. It's the worst news. Yeah. I mean, you're puking and crapping all over. <laughs> Black Friday game between the Broncos and the Aztecs coming up on Friday morning, 10 o'clock kickoff. 10 o'clock in the morning kickoff on CBS if you want to watch it, it is the Broncos' regular season finale. Looks like Zach Wilson's going to be back for the New York Jets on Sunday. He's missed the past four games after spraining his knee. ESPN reported uh, that the two other Jets quarterbacks have issues. Uh, White Mike White tested positive for COVID-19, uh, and Joe Flacco was deemed a close contact, so that's it. They're both on the COVID list. Josh Johnson is being brought up from the practice squad to back up Wilson. So he'll be back in there, like it or not. Zach Wilson has not had a good rookie season for the New York Jets. Then again, the New York Jets aren't that good to begin with. Speaking of not good New York teams, the Giants fired Jason Garrett yesterday, uh, one day after a 30-10 Monday Night Football loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know nobody's really happy with Jason Garrett, but I I will tell you right now, the offensive coordinator is not the problem on that team. I don't even think Joe Judge is the problem on that team. I think that team has got some real issues on their offensive line that it doesn't matter who you're throwing out there unless they figure that stuff out and quick. Uh, I don't care who you have behind center. I mean, Tom Brady could be the quarterback for the Giants. The way they're rushing through that line, I mean, it's done. Yeah. So they've got real issues. I don't think coaching is one of them. I'm not a huge Jason Garrett You believer. love him? No, I mean, listen, I, don't th- I think he's fine. Uh, I don't think he's a great head coach. I just don't I don't think he's the worst head co- you know, the worst coach out there either. But uh, believe it or not, Jason Garrett, the first either position coach or coach in general uh, to get the axe during the season, this NFL season, which usually happens much, much earlier than this. Yeah, well, we've got a couple days. What's that? Before they, uh, there's a head coach fired. You, you see, I don't think they're going to do it now because uh, I think the report came out and it ruined their whole plans. You can't. I mean, I would be shocked if they do it. Plus, they're also going to win this week. I mean, the Lions are god awful. Uh, it'd be really hard to fire somebody coming off of a yeah, win. Yeah, you know what? I bet the Lions beat them. You think so? Yeah. With Tim Boyle at quarterback? It doesn't matter. Boyle or anybody. All right. Uh, I think the Chicago Bears are a much better team than the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are a straight-up mess. Uh, but we will see. Maybe you're right. Uh, you willing to put some money on it? No, I don't have any money. There you go. Big J, uh, Guy Fieri is a very popular gentleman, and he wants to help put a Help Wanted sign out as part of his new series. He's going to give away part of a restaurant chain that he owns. 
The Food Network isn't handing over the keys to just any old diner. Uh, it's called Chance of a Lifetime, and he's giving away a brand new location of his just-launched chain, Chicken Guy. It's a six-episode competition series. He will put his contestants to work in one of his existing joints, ask them to deal with problems that he has to deal with on the fly, and then those that do really, really well, if you get all the way through to the end, he's going to give you one of his franchises. Uh, it's going to premiere on December 26th, the day after Christmas. It will accumulate in a food festival where contestants will be judged on how they serve hundreds of diners in short order. And then Guy Fieri will give a franchise to the best particular person that can handle that situation. So this is the first time they've done something like this. We'll see how it all works out. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably a pre-ordained location that they have to move to to be a part of it. But either way, that's kind of a cool prize. Yeah. Although I feel like <laughs> it also could come back in somebody's face. Who knows? Uh, we'll see how it all works out. You still have to run the business when it's all said and done. You love Guy Fieri. Have you ever been to any one of his restaurants? No, I haven't had the chance. Because uh, he's got a couple in Vegas, which you have been to in your yeah. own personal time, but you haven't had a chance to go check it out. No, I'd be by myself. Who wants to go eat by themselves in Vegas? Uh, why would you be by yourself? Because nobody's going to, you know, peel away and come to the Guy Fieri restaurant with me. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. There's too many other options in Vegas that uh, the, than the Guy Fieri place. But I'm surprised that you haven't had any of his food as much of a fan of you are of his. But uh, listen, it's not like they're right around the corner, so you'd have to go out of your way to uh, to go check it out. But uh, apparently he's got a new chicken place out. I don't know if it's like in the vein of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or if it's more like a uh, like a Raising Cane's kind of a thing or what. Yeah, I think it's more in that in that guy. Like chicken fingers kind yeah, of a deal. Yep. Gotcha. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks. It is time for the X Double Dare. A chance for you, the X listener, to win up to $200 based on your knowledge of a particular topic. You also have to do a little bit of self-gambling if you want to get there. And hopefully they do. Today's caller X, his name is Brent. Brent, good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're hanging in there, man. Uh, do you get that Thanksgiving Day off tomorrow, or do you have to go into work still? I took it off. I actually had to take a vacation day to spend time with family, but it'll be worth it. Love it. Love it very yeah, much, man. man. God, uh, let's hope let's get, guy, get, let's get this guy money. Yeah, that's the idea, man. We would like you to win up to $200. That's entirely up to you how much you win. Uh, how well-versed are you in the world of holidays, as, at least as pop culture is concerned? You all right? Well, I kind of consider myself a Grinch, but I uh, I have a little bit of holiday oh, festivity man. in me. Yeah, it may come in handy today. We will see. Uh, Brent, we wish you the best <laughs> of luck. Let's start with a $50 question, sir. Treehouse of Horror is the Halloween series of which popular animated show? Treehouse of Horror? Yeah. Treehouse of Horror is the Halloween series of which popular animated show? Every year, this animated show has a special called the Treehouse of Horror. It's been going on for a couple decades, I think, at this point. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. No, Brad! It's a bad sign. Think of a very popular, long-running animated show. That may help. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Wrong! Charlie Brown is not the correct answer, Brent. God, Brent. I'm so, so sorry. Brent. So, so sorry. Uh, what was the correct Dang answer, it. Big J? The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Right. The Simpsons. Does the Treehouse of Horror episode every single okay. Halloween. 
Son of a bitch, man. Well, have a good time with we, your family, man. Yes, hopefully you enjoy your day off. We're sorry we couldn't give you any money, my friend. Sorry about that, Brent. All right, man. We appreciate you listening. Offer. Have a fantastic holiday with you and your family, and keep trying, dude. Adam is going to have another shot for you to answer some holiday trivia uh, coming up at 5.30 today. Jason Drew with the day off, Ian filling in, so no... No uh, X double dare at 12.30 today, but it's happening at 5.30, and it sucks because we had a Grinch question next. Yeah, we had a Grinch question next, and while uh, it's bad for Brent, good for our overlords. That's correct. Who are yelling at you about money. Very unintentional. We have struck out swinging uh, the last two times uh, at uh, giving away money. But The worst part is they think that you're listening to them. That's the worst. I know. I know. Uh, but believe me. Gonna, they think we're going to listen in other areas as well. Right. No, it's just a lot of nodding and smiling around here. But either way, <laughs> uh, we're trying to make it happen. So uh, listen to Adam. He'll give away some money like he did yesterday. Uh, hopefully that continues to be the case. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to go to hell next on the X Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Always nice when our We're Going to Hell stories can kind of uh, stay along a simple theme. And earlier in the week, we had a story of a gentleman that was embezzling money from his work so that he could give the money to a lady of the evening that he fell in love with that was just trying to rip him off. Oh, yeah. And now today we head to Australia for today's We're Going to Hell story with kind of a common theme. A lady named Rachel Perry was arrested for embezzling lots of money from a veterinary hospital that she worked at over the last 40 months for a different reason altogether. Not because she fell in love. Well, I guess maybe she fell in love, but it wasn't with a person. It was with one of those fancy... No, not quite. It was with one of those fancy phone apps that you can play on a regular basis. Uh, Basically, she fell in love with the Heart of Vegas app, Big J. It is a real Vegas slot machine actions, just like the ones you know and love from Las Vegas that oh, you can man. play on your phone. There's dozens, if not hundreds, of apps Maybe like this. Maybe thousands. Uh, that are basically slot machine apps that you play. And it has always been one of those that really boggle my mind because a lot of the Heart of Vegas app, much like the apps that are out there that do this, there are virtual items that you can win, but there's no real world money payout that you can win. You understand? Like any any jackpot that you hit is purely fictional. Yeah, and there are some that, you know, you can win um, like uh, like high roller points in Vegas. Yes, there are some that you can trade in for rewards. This is not one of them, however. This is just a standard, you know, basic, hey, it's like an actual, you know, slot machine, but it doesn't do anything. But you basically would buy virtual coins to play, or you're allowed a daily allotment, and then you could purchase more if you like. There's what's called a paywall. Yes. And so that's what was happening. Apparently, uh, Perry became addicted to playing this game and decided that she needed more money in order to buy these virtual coins. And so she started stealing money, like, you know, taking... Bank account information, credit card information from clients of the veterinary hospital and using it to purchase these virtual coins that she would play the game. Now, when she was finally, you know, figured out and was confronted with this information, she did admit to stealing money from her employer and from people that went to the veterinary hospital to play this game. But she couldn't explain why she was playing the game so much when she knew there was no return of investment for her. She was addicted. Yes. 
she said that the the point of the game was to keep playing the game. And so she became so addicted to it that the first thing that she would do when she woke up was reach for her phone and play this Heart of Vegas app. And then she would, you know, use the virtual coins that she had purchased to set it up at night so that it played automatically overnight while she was sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. And she doesn't know why. Like, I mean, that that to me isn't even addiction. That's like a sickness. Because, I mean, you're not addicted to it if you want it to play while you're actually not conscious. That's a compulsion. Yes. Like, I mean, it's... She had to do that in order to live. Right. It's not okay. And that's not true, by the way. You don't have to do that. It might be time to put away the phone. Now, she's going to be sentenced in December. Medical treatment. For all sorts of charges that she has against her, including fraud and stealing and embezzlement and all sorts of stuff. So she's looking at some serious time in jail where she will not be able to play this game of hers. So she's going to get some time away from it no matter what. But... If this is you... How much did she embezzle? It doesn't say. It just says that she had been doing it... Uh, well, here's what we knew. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Holy crap. So, we know it's a serious amount of money. An exact amount, I don't know. All I know is it took place over a 40-month period of time. It began in 2006. She was caught in the ass end of 2020. And now she's going to get sentenced in uh, the next month. So, it's a long period of time she was doing this stuff. Listen, I can... I can... I can see how that can get out of control. How you would steal from your employer? No, 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 not not steal from your employer. But just, you know, I mean, listen, there's a three times gem event happening in the animation throwdown. So, you know, I mean, I can, I understand going to extreme lengths to get those gems, baby. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I mean, I play that exact same game and I'm not as diehard as you are with it. Like, I'll log in a couple times a day to play, but I don't play all those free gem games that they want you to put together and all that kind of stuff. That's just not something that I do. I also haven't spent money on the game. You said you have as well. But this that's another one that, like, while I enjoy it as a time killer, there's no real reward to it. There's no monetary investment. There's nothing I get out of it other than it kills a little bit of time. And you get rewards in-game, but... Is it just the time killer for you as well, or is there some sort of other release Yeah, to that, it? and I like being the best. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you know you're not the best, right? Yeah. I want to be the best. Okay. I need more gems. All right, man. Uh, this is going to be you Any in like five years. Any gifts I get this year, please. Google Play cards. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to go right into a Big J story at some point. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. We got a motto around here, Big J. It's safety first. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know there's an argument to be had as to whether or not you hang up your Christmas decorations prior to Thanksgiving. But after tomorrow, soon that argument will be going the way of the dodo. And you'll be basically have open season on whether or not you want to hang up your Christmas lights or not. And some of you have that particular task done already. And so now it's time to talk to the National Fire Protection Association, Big J, because Christmas lights, they're lovely. But you know what? They can be dangerous, too. Damn right they can. And fire departments in the U.S. respond to about an average of 160 home fires, depending on the size of the city, over the course of the next four months. And according to the National Fire Protection Association, about 45% of those fires at homes that happened during the holiday months 
can be blamed on some sort of Christmas decoration. To stay safe, experts say you should be sure you turn your Christmas lights off before bed so that they're not on overnight and before you leave your home. You also want to make sure you look for lights labeled UL. That means they've been tested for fire safety and consider getting LED lights, which gives less heat than the regular lights that you may hang on your Christmas tree. Also, be diligent when you hang your lights. Make sure you don't overload them. And they say one of the biggest mistakes people do is being lazy and not taking down their lights. Keeping your lights on your house for longer than they should be and then plugging them back in year after year is a great way to start a house fire, according to the National Fire Protection Association. So thank goodness, Big J, one of those strands fell down from your garage. Otherwise, it could be a fire hazard. Uh, As a general rule, they do say that you should recommend plugging in no more than three light strings at a time. And make sure you check those bulbs and wiring every year, especially if it's been on the elements for a long period of time, because that's what causes breaks or cracks in the installation in your light string, which will uh, could cause a fire. And that's why they say they don't want to leave it out over the year. <laughs> you disagree with the National Fire Protection Yeah, that's right, I do. All right. How much training do you have? None. Beautiful. When the uh, number 22 team in the country, San Diego State Aztecs, host the Broncos on Friday night, it will be a season finale. It will also be a nationally televised game for the Broncos. 10 o'clock in the morning on Black Friday, they kick off. That game will be on CBS. Big J, you like San Diego State to win? Yeah. All right. We'll see if the Broncos can knock off. Nick. We'll see if the Broncos can't knock off another top 25 team this season. Looks like Zach Wilson will be back under center for the New York Jets this Sunday. We got three games lined up for your Thanksgiving football schedule. Bears-Lions is the early game on Fox. Raiders-Cowboys on CBS in the middle of the day. And then the Bills-Saints nightcap on NBC if you want to watch some Thanksgiving Day football. Yesterday, Big J, uh, Universal Studios released a five-minute prologue to Jurassic World Dominion. That is basically the uh, kind of leading up to the release of the new movie. Did you watch it? No, I haven't uh, had a chance to check it out. Uh, it's all a bunch of dinosaur footage doing dinosaur things. Uh, there's a T-Rex storming a drive-in movie theater. Uh, the new film will have some familiar faces. Chris Pratt, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard both back, but... They're bringing back some of the original Jurassic uh, Park people. Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Sam Neill involved in this and well. No real footage involving those particular characters. It's all kind of dinosaur-based. But they're trying to, I guess, make up for Lost Cause because that second Jurassic World movie was pretty bad. Um, And so I hope they do things a little bit better this time around. We shall see. Did you like the second one? I can't remember. No, not really. It was pretty bad. It was a pretty bad movie. Sorry, everybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up, we'll have your pop culture smackdown. Please hold tight for that. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Man, Gwar is going to be here Saturday night at the Ninny Factory, and uh, it will be one hell of a show. They they just they're amazing musicians. Uh, being able to do the things that they do in their outfits, it's just incredible. You need to see it at least once in your lifetime. So here's an opportunity for somebody uh, to win these tickets for free. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, and you need to be able to pick these up by 2 o'clock today. Yeah, some time constraints on this one as we shut things down early for the holiday. The show's on Saturday. Office isn't open Thursday or Friday. So if this fits in your schedule and you want to go check out Guar, you got to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That's the first hurdle. The second hurdle is 
is defeating Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's see if you can't get that done as well. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Dustin. All right, Dustin, you're up first. Dustin, which uh, famous British spy movie character is known for his love of martinis? Uh... James Bond? Right. That is correct. Big J, which wine did Hannibal Lecter use to wash down his victims in the movie The Silence of the Lands? Uh, that was a Chianti. That is correct. Right. Back to you, Dustin. On which TV show would you see the character's face, Hannibal and B.A. Baracus? Say that again? On which television show would you see the character's face, Hannibal and B.A. Baracus? Ah, uh, um... 80s television show, I'll put it that way. Ooh. Uh. Chips? Chips. <laughs> Wrong. Not chips. It's Punch. Hello, the X. John and Punch. Hey, man, we need to know which, on which 80s television show would you see the characters face Hannibal and B.A. Baracus? Oh, that would be the A-team. Right. Correct. Big J, what is the name of the continent on which, uh, on most which of Game of Thrones takes place? Uh, Europe? Wrong. No, it's a fictional continent. He kind of made it oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What? Now you know the Westeros. Yeah. Right. Westeros. <laughs> It's correct. <laughs> Not Europe. Wow, man. Uh -huh. I mean, I just like to be faced with, you know, fictional real-world situations. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, congratulations, what? man. You got yourself all set up with Guar tickets to go check them out Saturday uh, at the Knitting Factory. Please hold on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. A little bit of headlines are coming up next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> And headlines brought to you by Live Nation. Concert tickets, of course, make great holiday gifts. And there's a great special Black Friday ticket specials going on Friday to Monday on bands like Static X, Ghost and Volbeat, Avatar, Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen, and more. Visit cttouringidaho.com for info. Limited quantities available, so grab them while you can. Sale starts at 10 o'clock this morning. Headlines are as follows. Like a stand-up act. A bit much and having some fun. Like a stand-up act. A Chinese man has been banned from an all-you-can-eat buffet because his appetite was cutting deep into the restaurant's bottom line, Big J. Yeah, take it to him. Diner, known only as Kang, was told not to come back to the seafood barbecue buffet because he was eating more than the average customer. So Kang said, quote, I can eat a lot. Is that my fault? End quote. Yeah, probably. The restaurant claims he ate more than three pounds of pork on his first visit to the restaurant and then more than eight pounds of prawns on his second visit. And that's when he was told to never come back. The restaurant's owner defended the band saying, quote, every time he comes here, I lose a few hundred dollars. Even when he drinks just soy milk, he could drink 20, 30 bottles. When he eats the pork trotters, he consumes a whole tray of them. And for prawns, usually people use the tongs to pick them up, but he just uses a tray and takes them all. Jeez. So banned from the restaurant. Get out, fatty. Doesn't want anything to do with you. And I suppose that's the restaurant's, I mean, prerogative. They can, you know, serve or not serve whoever they want. And if you, I guess, eat too much of the all-you-eat buffet, then you're gone. But it does seem like a joke for a stand-up act that you, he ate so much he was banned from an all-you-can-eat buffet. But I tried. I tried a lot. It happens. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not a big buffet fan, so I don't usually get my money's worth at it. But where, like, 
it used to be of... it, it used to be in jackpot. Okay. Like we go to Cactus Pete's and um, and that was that was my way of getting my money back. Was the buffet and the crab? All you can eat crab. Yeah. Legs. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like to think I made a dent, but. Like, how many could you eat? Hundreds. No, no, no. That's not true. Yeah. You make yourself sick. No, a hundred of crab? Well, it'd be there for a while. That I believe. I mean, you can sit there and you can take your time. But, like, I mean, eventually. How many's making a dent? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on the person. Like, I, I, I've, I've had crab a couple of times, but I can only handle, like, I don't know, three or four crab legs before I... Three or four the, crab sure. legs? Well, I mean, there's other stuff at the buffet, too. I mean... But is that all you're eating is the crab legs? Yes. You can do the most damage. Gotcha. It's a lot of work. Uh, Yes, that's the other part. A bit much or having some fun? Having some fun. Captain Snowpants, No Snow, and Jennifer Snowpez are among the names that will be some of on some of Vermont's snowplows this winter. Vermont school district students participated in the state transportation department's Name a Plow contest to come up with names for the snowplows serving their communities. And the entries range from creative and clever to cute and silly. The full list of Vermont names are on the DMV website. And it include uh, Snowbegon. Oh, excuse me. Snowbewan Kenobi is one of them. Oh, nice. Plowy McPlowface and Burrito. Uh, so you can be, you can find all of the names and all of the puns on the Transportation Department's website. But it seems like a fun, interactive, you know, community thing that you can have a good time with. If you're in a community that has a lot of snow piles, so why not, right? Yeah. I give them credit for being creative, involving the students, and then, you know, taking the time to paint the names on each one of the snow plows. It seems like a good time. So I give it a total thumbs up. And you get to be punny, which I also like. Wrap it up with a bit much. Thanksgiving is tomorrow, but that hasn't stopped a whole lot of people from decorating for Christmas. And Carly Lockie lives in the UK, and each Christmas season, she does something that's pretty excessive. She spends four weeks wrapping every single wall in her home with wrapping paper. Damn. She says she started the unusual tradition about four years ago when she got tired of her beige walls. Her husband and her three kids help her paint paper in every room, including on all the doors and even the kitchen cabinets. She says it takes about 20 rolls of paper to cover her home home, which means she spends only about $13 on it. She removes the decorations year after New Year, but she says the Christmas cards she makes out of the used paper so it doesn't totally all go to waste. But that seems like a fairly labor-intensive Christmas decoration thing. But it's unique and different. And I yeah. suppose it probably would be a little bit of fun tearing it all down, right? Sure. For the whole family. But, I mean, it seems like a lot of work. If you're wrapping every wall and every cabinet and all that kind of stuff. But listen, if you're not having fun, why the hell bother, right? Yeah, exactly. So maybe an idea for you and the family, Big J, to decorate your house in Christmas wrapping paper. With four cats and a puppy? Hell no. It probably would be really fun for them, actually. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Everything's a toy. Bad flower, don't hate me here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And sometimes we don't know about the origin of phrases. Like there is a very popular phrase, uh, faster than a blink of an eye, right? Yeah, man. And so you think, wow, we must blink pretty fast. Must be the fastest thing that we can do. So Georgia Tech started to look into it and they found out there's actually something much, much faster that the body can do than blink an eye. Any guess as to what that is? Fart. Uh, no, that uh, usually takes a little bit of time, as you're well aware. 
Uh, this is an action that you can probably, well, think Thanos. Maybe that'll help. Snap your fingers. That's right. Snap, snap your neck. Your fingers is actually the fastest thing your body can do. It's about 20 times quicker than the blink of an eye. Seven milliseconds is all it takes to snap your finger, my friend. And the secret is friction. That's really what it uh, takes, basically. Uh, skin is the perfect kind of, I guess, surface in order to put this together. Produces just enough resistance and compression to create that snap sound, and it takes seven milliseconds. And so it is one of those deals where they're like, okay, so now we can say faster than the snap of your fingers, as opposed to faster than a blink of an eye. I still feel blinking is faster than snapping. But it's not. They timed it. Uh, it, it you know, not now, I don't know. I guess it depends. Do you consider the whole process of you putting your thumb and, you know, finger together? Or it's just the actual process of snapping that takes the time. And that's what they figured out takes seven milliseconds. To make that actual noise. So how fast is the blink of an eye then? Well, 20 times 7. What do you think that is, pal? 140. Well, there you go. There you go. 140 milliseconds or 1.4 milliseconds in order for you to I blink. mean, but I just did. Uh, there's no. Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, all I'm telling you is this is what Georgia Tech figured out. That that's how long it takes us to do those particular things. And, you know, it's funny, the uh, the actual, it goes back into, like, time. Like, the Greeks realized that that was the fastest thing they could do. It's, it's like, it's all over their pottery as, like, a, a way to pay homage to things that were incredibly fast. And so they knew back in the day, but for some reason we assumed or thought or it just took off that blinking was faster than blinking, than, uh, than snapping your fingers. But that's just not true. So now you know. Snap ahead to the future, Big J. Snap into a Slim Jim, even, if you don't mind. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah, man. And maybe, I don't know how long that takes for you to snap into a Slim Jim. But well, on the get, commercials, it's pretty fast. It is. Uh, rest in peace, Randy Macho Man Savage. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions. Those are happening next in the x Rock. Hey, the x War! You're going to be at the Knitting Factory on Saturday, Nick. It's going to be a great show. And we have got your tickets to go see them at the Knitting Factory. You just need to figure out bad impressions here and come pick them up before 2 o'clock as uh, we're closing down shop for the holiday. So if you want to get in on this action on Saturday, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Just got to do some bad impressions. It works like this. Big J's got three clues revolving around a celebrity. Pretty famous person, if you can figure out who that famous person is. In those three clues or less, then it is concert time for you this particular weekend. Good morning, The X. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? What's your name? This is Shane. All right, Shane, you're up first. Good luck. I'm the only Oscar-winning actor to give the Texas Longhorn football team a pep speech. Let's go again. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. That's right. Bam! You got it right. Congratulations, Shane. Hang on one second. We'll get your information. What was clue three? Don't think I should be governor of Texas? Be cooler if you did. Uh, why is Matthew McConaughey in the news? Got a couple things here. A uh, a, a recent poll in Texas uh, in survey by the Dallas Morning News found that uh, Matthew McConaughey would beat both current Republican Governor Greg Abbott and Democratic challenger uh, Beto O'Rourke in a head-to-head matchup. Of course, we're obsessed with celebrity culture. Uh, yeah, the poll shows that McCarthy, uh, McConaughey would beat uh, Abbott by 43%. So, How would Mike McCarthy do in that same poll? Uh, not good. 
Not good at all. Uh, and uh, so he's still mulling over uh, maybe doing that sort of thing. And he was also been named Philanthropist of the Year by Hollywood Reporter in recognition of his $7.5 million Just Keep Living Foundation raised for Texas storm relief over the last year. Good for him, man. That's pretty awesome. It's more than any of those politicians have done. Awesome job by that gentleman. And, of course, he's got a book out this year. He's been fairly busy uh, doing his Matthew McConaughey stuff in the McConaughey-verse, the McConaughey-essence, if you will. Uh, so it's been nice to see that come back. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it all started with True Detective, and since then he's kind of been on this comet ride that hasn't been able to come down. So good for him. Yeah, that was a really good season of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two were not, but uh, that first season of True Detective was bananas. Didn't pay off that great, but he had, certainly the performances were crazy, crazy good. Absolutely. So uh, congratulations to Mr. McConaughey. Do you think he runs for governor? Nah. I don't think so either. I think he, uh, he's he got other things going on that he wants to do. But think anybody realizes that's just a trap. Well, I mean, not only that, but I think part of it is is a little bit of, hey, I wonder if I could even if I wanted to. And I think the poll justifies that. I think he certainly could win if he wanted to run. But wanting to run and actually doing the work are two very different things. Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is asking Alexandria that is alone again here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J enjoyed the movie The Ballad of Lefty Brown. It is available for you to watch on Netflix. It was officially Big J approved as part of Streaming Dumbass. We tried and failed yet again today to give away any money for the X-Rock Double Dare. Two days in a row they got the $50 question wrong, which is never great. So uh, we're going to try to pick that up on Monday for sure and try to give away some money. Reminder, there's a bunch of sales going on over the course of the next couple of days. Live Nation has got one going on as well, beginning uh, Friday at 10 a.m. All the way to Monday, they're going to have some tickets for some great rock shows that are coming to town. Static X, Ghost and Volbeat, Avatar, Wolfgang, Van Halen, uh, a bunch more as well. Jeff Tate from Queensryche and a whole bunch of other shows are going to be on sale uh, 20% off some. Some are on sale for $15 overall tickets, $20 tickets. If you want to check out cttouringid.com for information. There are limited quantities on each show so grab them while you can and that leaves you with the floor big j yeah have a good thanksgiving everybody that's it oh have a good thanksgiving everybody uh, we will see you on monday next set of x rock brought to you by mcdonald's they are hiring start feeling rewarded today enjoy flexible hours and tuition for college work for mcdonald's and mcdonald's can work for you apply at careers.mcdonald's.com today ian filling in for jason drew next you guys have a good one it is the x rock